Jonathan shut his eyes for a moment and summoned an image of his father. Tall and rangy with shaggy rich brown hair and amber eyes, Angus had been a dreamer. He did his best for Jonathan, but often as not, he'd been caught up in some trance state or another. Though Angus hadn't said so, Jonathan understood his father was relieved when he grew old enough to be on his own. Once Jonathan left Ireland, Angus vanished. Their modest cabin near Inishowen remained, but Jonathan knew better than to waste time hunting for a man who didn't wish to be found. Had Arian Rod seen Angus all these years he'd been missing? Jonathan could ask her, but she might just stare him down with those inscrutable eyes, one gold, the other silver, and not bother to answer. He tightened his hold on Britta, and she nestled closer. She was more comfortable about Orionrod being his mother than he was, but then she was far more comfortable with magic in general than him, too. He blew out a breath, recognizing his life would never be the same. Not that he wanted it to be, but he would have preferred finding the love of his life without having to deal with a long-lost parent, particularly one who stirred up a welter of prickly feelings. Now, if Angus were to show back up, it would be a different story. Britta wriggled against him, and her golden eyes flickered open. She regarded him sleepily through thick red lashes. You can't rest, my love. Jonathan shrugged and offered a sheepish smile. Lots to think about. She cupped the side of his face in one hand. Do you wish to talk about anything? He shrugged again, feeling uncomfortable. What was there to say, really? He was a little old to be struggling with parent issues. Besides, He'd long since come to terms with his father's magic being almost too strong to allow him to spend time around normal humans. Jonathan dealt with some level of that as well, but his job as a software engineer who designed games let him keep to himself. Britta brushed her hand across his lips. Whenever you wish, I'll be there. Tarika, too. She's very old and much wiser than either of us. If you cannot get the information elsewhere, mayhap we can figure out what sort of hole the Celtic gods had in your da. Thank you. I'll keep it in mind. Jonathan reached around her and snagged a bottle of Irish whiskey off the nightstand. Would you like some? I can get us glasses. Ach, and I can drink from the bottle. No need to get fancy. She smiled, and it transformed her into something so striking he couldn't look away. A high forehead gave way to sculpted cheekbones and a defined chin. One of his old T-shirts covered her from chest to knees, but the outline of her breasts was clearly visible through the well-aged beige fabric. His cock stirred, and he rolled his eyes. We made love twice after we got here. I don't understand why I can't get enough of you. Are you complaining? She quirked an arched red brow. He shook his head and drew both of them to a half-sitting position against the carved oak headboard. He uncorked the bottle and handed it to her. She drank deep before handing it back. Britta narrowed her eyes and watched him drink. We are far from home free, she blurted without preamble. Which problem are you referring to? He placed the bottle on a side table without bothering to cork it. He wasn't done yet, and likely neither was Britta. She moved away and sat cross-legged facing him, her lovely face creased with concern. We may have permanently removed Connor and Rukin and the dragons from the action, but there have to be other corrupt dragon shifters. We must seek them out and destroy them, too. Jonathan shook his head. It won't matter unless we get to the heart of things. Aye, you're correct. We must find a way to corral the Morrigan, or she'll just entice more mages and dragons with promises of limitless power. 
Britta caught her lower lip between her teeth. Tarika plans to warn the dragons. She believes the dark mages want to drain the dragon's bondmate's power. Jonathan straightened and recaptured the whiskey bottle, taking another swallow. Although mages become dragon shifters because they love dragons and wish to share their lives with them. Aye, and that would be true for most of us. Power lures dark mages, though. Far more power than can be had through the normal dragon shifter bond. How do you know? I saw it in Connor and Rukin's minds afore we thrashed them. You didn't say anything. He handed her the bottle. Maybe they should eat something if they were going to drink much more. I would have. Eventually, Tarika and I needed to determine just what it meant, and if it is really true or just conjecture on our part. He kissed her forehead before swinging his legs over the side of the bed.